this is Sarah. And this is Rachel. And this is The Ripper Diaries, a podcast where we rip apart episode by episode The Vampire Diaries. Warning, this is a rewatch podcast for us, so there are potentially spoilers for the whole series ahead. This week, we're talking about Season 1, Episode 8, 162 Candles. In this episode, we get to meet Lexi for the first time. We also have Bonnie growing into herself as a witch, Caroline drama, of course, and then, of course, Stefan and Elena drama, too. Always. Yeah. Every time. (laughs) All of season one, anyway. And you forgot to mention, of course, Damon drama. Yes. Yes. Damon and his diabolical master plan, as he calls it. Yeah. As usual. Yep. But this is our first Lexi episode. Yes. So that's a pretty big highlight. Yeah. Um, in the future, we'll, of course, only get her in flashbacks due to the consequences of this episode. Yes. But it is our first real Lexi episode. So love yeah. to see it. And only a live Lexi episode. <laughs> so. Yeah, that's true. That is true. But we love her all the same. Yeah. yeah. Also, yeah. I think it's notable Lexi is the first vampire that we see drinking out of a blood bag. This is our first yes. blood bag episode. Yeah, yeah. I was wondering all about that. I was like, she also mentions that she is older and stronger. Yes. And I think that's the first time we get that, too. The, like yeah, the kind true. of being older correlates to being, being stronger. stronger. I think she mentions that, that's too. That's true, because between Stefan and Damon, obviously they turned the same day. Yeah. So there's no difference there. We have seen multiple times, of course, Damon has displayed that he is stronger he has said that yes. he is stronger <laughs> yeah. and in that situation it's purely because of human blood Just versus animal yeah. blood but yeah lexi does say it's because she is older than them she's twice yeah. their age so yeah. yeah that is the first time i think that we do get that it correlates to age, to age. yeah an interesting fact yeah. still more vampire facts yeah every episode every episode we get a notable new uh vampire <laughs> yes. fact yeah. but this one we did get some like notable also relationship highlights this yeah. is matt and caroline's first sort of coupley episode yeah yeah just a little taste just of a it taste but of yeah it. it's yeah. setting the groundwork for not seasons just, of drama yeah just not one of my favorite relationships unfortunately it is good while it runs its course. The thing that's really mm-hmm. interesting about Caroline, and more so, I guess, Candace Aqua, she has chemistry, I think, with pretty much everybody. Like, yeah, they can pretty much pair her up with anyone. And while it's happening, like, in the moment, you're into it. You love it. Yeah. And, like, now, as a rewatch, we're like, ugh, Caroline and Matt. Like, Terrible. boo, we hate it. Um, because of course we can see like the other pairings yes. that Caroline gets into yes. and they're so much better. Um, but for now, like I do remember when watching this for the first time, I was like, they're kind of cute. cute. Like, Not I bad. Like them. Yeah. It starts off rough though. That's what we're in for rough. for the next yeah. few. But it is the it first episode. Rough. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but it was also kind of rough. <laughs> it's just rough. It's just it's rough. A, it's a teen relationship. Oh, it's, yeah, yeah. It yeah. is a 17, 18-year-old relationship. Yes. Um, but it is. this is the start of that, which yeah. is nice. Yeah. And Jenna is back. Finally. We She's seen back Jenna. from the library where she was writing her thesis. I don't know. I don't know what was like so time-consuming. She couldn't even stop yeah. it and say hi. But she's been gone. Yep. And Finally she, back. Yeah, and she mentions that Logan, like, dumped her is how she phrases yep. it. That she got a quick email breaking up with her. Yeah. And that was the end of that. So, yeah. or so we thought. Yes. Which, well, I did wonder about that. I wonder if the email predates his death. Or if, like, Damon, you know, took his little, like, Blackberry or whatever. Did. <laughs> he did send, like, the little email. Or no, wait. I'm traveling. Doesn't it come up? 
Well, okay, I don't know. We're going to have to watch in the next few we'll episodes. We'll see. Because yeah. I don't remember the plot line of how that stuff comes out. Because mm-hmm. Damon obviously was the one that buried his body yes. and killed him and yada yada. But I also think it comes out later that the council gets really involved in covering up his death. Because yes. obviously the council is the one that keeps it out of the news. They're the yeah. one that makes sure it doesn't get in the paper. Not Damon. So the council's doing some of this cover up too. So That's they could true. have been the ones that did the email. They could have been. Because I also can't imagine Damon taking the time to email Jenna. Not at this point. Like Maybe. I mean, he is trying to cover his tracks now as is a big plot in this episode. Yes. But... I don't know if he would write it. I don't email. think he would. And not to Jenna. Like, maybe to like, yeah, the that's station. Yeah, that's true. To his boss. I quit. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I quit. I'll never see you yeah. again. <laughs> also, there's no reason. He yeah. knows that Jenna is, like, Elena's aunt. Like, there'd be no reason to cover up with her. So. Yeah. I don't know. We'll watch out for it. Yeah. There'll be more there. Just something I wondered about. But yeah. we'll see. We'll see. So let's jump right into it with the council, yes. AK, And this episode is really represented by Sheriff Forbes. Yes. She is digging into all the details of Vicky's death. She disappearance as of well. Right now. Oh yes, yes, disappearance as far as they know. Mm-hmm. She interrogates Matt, Stefan, Alina, and Jeremy. Yeah, and they all give basically the same story. Mm-hmm. Which you know, if Sheriff Forbes was any good, would be yeah. suspicious. But she's yeah. not the best sheriff. I mean, here's but, the thing that's hard though: teenagers just lie, and like, yeah. they will lie to cops too, just because they're teenagers. Yeah. So yes. even if she's suspicious, it's probably like mm, could just be in a teenager yeah. way. I don't know. Yeah. But, yeah, the, they're all giving their little testimonies, which are basically just like, Elena, or Elena, Vicky was acting strange. Yep. She seemed like she was on drugs, and she just left town. Said she was leaving town, Whatever. yeah. Um, we get a rare Elena ponytail moment. Yes. Which I always love to see. She does start the episode see. in her ponytail. Love to see it. Love that. So that's a, the most notable thing that happens in Elena's sort of testimony. <laughs> yeah. Um, she has her ponytail. Yeah, of course. Yeah. But Jeremy is the interesting one. Yes. Yeah. He says verbatim what Damon told him. Exactly. When he compelled him. He says, I think, she, I think. I'll miss her. But yeah, it's for I'll the miss best. her, but it's for the best. Yeah, I think it's for the best. Yes. Yeah. I'll miss her, but it's for the best, which is exactly what Elena said to Damon and Damon said to Jeremy when yes. compelling him. Exactly. So, I, like, we've started to get the sense of what compulsion can do and i think we have seen it in previous cases that Mm -hmm. i think with caroline like if you're compelled to say or do something you will do it to a t yes um but i think this one really sort of nails that in where it's like we do like immediately see Mm -hmm. in this case that jeremy is just regurgitating what damon gave to him yeah exactly which i think is kind of a testament to just the power of compulsion especially damon's Mm -hmm. but just generally yeah you will do exactly to the T, word for word. Yeah. And that's exactly what Jeremy says to Sheriff Forbes. And he also starts to, like, turn around his life in yeah. this episode. He's yeah. back studying. He's back, like, actually caring about school. Yeah, he's he's telling he's, Elena yeah. and Jenna how he has so much work to catch up on. He'll yes. never be able to make it. It's, yeah. like, October. <laughs> yeah. I mean, maybe it's, it's November 1st Trust at this me. point. Having but... gone to a public high school, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. You can slack all of September and October and be fine. Be fine, yeah. Um, but, yeah, they call him out that it's, like, who is this? Are you an alien? Like, yeah. Like, so unlike you. Yeah. Um. So, a lot, obviously, Elena's a little concerned, you know, yes. because it's, like, even though he is showing good signs of change, yes, it's, it's just so out of character. Yes. And she says he's almost, like, too okay. Yeah. Obviously, you wouldn't expect anyone to be okay after what just happened, so... Well, because that's the thing, is also, it's not that he's okay from 
Vicky's death and from witnessing yes. what happened to Vicky, he's okay from his parents' death now, too. Yeah. Because, so this is what we get to, is this is what Elena says to Damon at the grill later in mm-hmm. the episode, is what did you do to Jeremy? Like, yeah. what what did you say to him? What happened? Because he's acting like a different person. He's studying. He's, like, very motivated. Yes. It's so unlike him. And they kind of go back and forth on it for a minute. But the, the point that Damon gets to is, I took away his suffering. Yes. I took away, like, the pain that he was feeling. And yeah. to me, I interpret that as not only what he was going through with Vicky, but especially what he was going through with his parents. Yeah. Elena, as much as in these episodes she tries to pretend she understands the vampire world, she doesn't. She does not, no. She hasn't, well, Damon's tried to compel her, but she hasn't been compelled. She hasn't seen anybody get compelled. She understands Mm-mm. on a basic level what it is, but when she actually sees now what it did to Jeremy, I think she's really understanding, like, oh, you didn't just erase yeah. what happened with Vicky. You erased all of his pain, all of his grief, which has made him into a drastically different person. And yes, it is for the better as of right now. Um, But we'll see how that continues to play out as things unravel. Yes, that will have an interesting story arc of its own. So we'll get to that then. It will. Yes. It will. Um, Also interesting story arc currently, Damon weaseling his way into the council. That's also going on right at the top of the episode. Yes, we see him give Liz the vervain Mm -hmm. just enough to, you know, give it to a few people, whatever. He doesn't care if a few people have it. And he starts to... Basically insert himself into the council, which... Exactly. This is where, like, Damon is in his, like, brilliance. Yes. Like, he is... Every move he makes is so calculated. This so is... So smart. This is exactly what I wanted to say, too. We've gone back and forth in all of the podcast episodes talking yeah. about Damon's so smart, but why did he do that? But Damon's so smart, but that wasn't that smart. Yes. But this is an episode where you're like, Damon is smart. Yes. No question. Yeah. Damon knows what he's doing. And it kind of goes back to episode three when we were talking about Stefan with the football team and how, like, you kind of have to, like, lose in order to win overall. Mm, Stefan allows himself to get tackled in order to kind of, like, end up making good with Matt and Tyler. Yeah. Um, And that's almost sort of, like, in a way, what we could say Damon does here. Yeah. He gives up the vervain, which could only hurt him. Yeah. He gives that over to Liz and to the rest of the council. But it is for the much bigger win which is being integrated in the council and being mm-hmm. trusted by Liz and the rest of them. Um, basically taking his name off the list and also getting real insider info, which Liz gives him some valuable yes. info in this scene that kick, kicks off the rest of the episode. Yes, She tells him, we might be wrong. There might be some things about vampires that we don't understand. Yeah. They might have advanced. We thought that they could only come out at night, but maybe that's wrong. Yeah. And so now she's saying... We're actually going to look at anybody who's arrived since the death started. And who would Which be... only <laughs> Stefan and Damon. Yeah, exactly. Who would be top of the list? Stefan and Damon. Yes. So that really kickstarts this whole episode because now mm-hmm. Damon's like, oh, <laughs> we're at the I top of the list. I need to do something fast. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. I need to do something tonight. Yeah. So that is really what kickstarts this whole episode because now he's got his insider mm-hmm. info. He's part of the council and yep. he knows it's happening. Um, meanwhile, we're getting the regular teen drama outside the courthouse. <laughs> yes. Um, Stefan and Elena have just left their little, uh, interrogations mm-hmm. about Vicky and they catch up really quick. And Elena basically says to Stefan, mm-hmm. I, we can't be together. We can't be yeah. together. You need to stay away from me. Yeah. 
Which, good for her. Good for her. Good for her. He does need to stay away at this point. Yeah, not good for her that she immediately backtracks on that, but whatever. She yeah. tried for, like, 24 hours. She tried. She tried. Yeah. <laughs> she tried for 24 hours. Yeah. So, that's pretty much where we're at at the top of the episode. Yeah. Yeah, that all goes down. And to set Damon's plan in motion, he gets really lucky, and Lexi arrives. Yes. And, of course, Lexi... Starts out with the fun fake haunting of Stefan. She's like yeah. running around the house and making noises. Yeah. Love her. She's so playful. She's so playful. She's the perfect like counter person to Stefan. Yes. She yeah. brings out the fun in Stefan. We mm-hmm. actually get to like really um, learn more about Stefan through Lexi. That's kind yes. of why I like this episode so much is we do get this hint at what his life is like before all of this. Yeah. Before Mystic Falls in Elena, I guess. You know, they hint at uh, Bon Jovi concerts yeah, and going yeah. backstage and their theme <laughs> And how he'd song. remember them. Yeah, yeah. They could make him remember him, though. Yeah. Like, they make vampire life sound so fun. Yeah, they, they just, do. They make it sound so fun. Who wouldn't want to be a vampire with their best friend, like, compelling yourself backstage to your favorite musical artist yeah, shows? Yeah, that'd and, be like, amazing. So cool. And traveling the world, they talk about, like... Na- uh, Stefan went naked in like the Trevi fountain yeah. and, <laughs> yeah, and he got, got super drunk. drunk. Statue of Liberty. Yeah. 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 They just make it sound so cool and magical, and that's like what you want out of being yes. a vampire. Yeah. And that's also something we haven't really seen. No. Uh, obviously, we don't see anyone really enjoying it. No. Damon no. in his own way. It's all about being but... tortured. Yeah. And the cursed existence. Is so long. Yeah. 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 So it's nice to see it actually being fun and yeah. playful. Yeah. Um, and, and playing into that, Alexi is here because it is Stefan's 162nd yes. birthday. Hence the title of the episode. Yeah. yeah. 162 candles. Yeah. Yeah. It's a nice, like, fun, um, I don't know, little, like, moment to add. It yeah. Adds some, like, he's a real person with a life, not just, like, stalking Alina. Yes. Yeah. It gives him that sort of, he needs another friendship. Because yeah. we've talked about this before, but Stefan's only friend, really, is Lexi. He doesn't really have many other friends, even throughout the rest of the show. Yeah, not that we get, like, great insight into their friends, but, like, I do feel like Damon, it gets constantly dropped in of, like, he's always friends with, like, the random witches that they run into. Women. He, even Enzo (laughs) comes in later of a friend. Like, I do think it's brought up several times of, like, acquaintances that Damon has, but Stefan is only, well, there's another pair he is friends with in season three. Oh, yes. How could I forget? Well, also, Stefan did, so we won't care. Yeah, Stefan forgot, I forgot. It's all the same. Yeah. Yeah. But Lexi's the only true friend. Yes. Ripper yeah. friends don't count as real friends, probably. Yeah, probably not. Related to being playful and having a fun episode, this is also such a fun episode for Bonnie. Yeah. I know we've noted this before, that Bonnie doesn't get a ton of light, fun moments. Yeah. But she's had more than I remember, and this actually might be her peak, like this episode. Oh, it is, because remember what happens next peak. one? Well, well, yeah, then things really <laughs> go downhill. But yeah, yeah, this is when Bonnie is in her just discovering being a witch. So it's still fun. It's like, still like beautiful and yeah, magical. magical. Exactly. Yeah. It's still it's still beautiful and it's still magical yes. and it can be fun. Yes. Um, and it's a great episode for it. It really is. It's so much fun. Yeah, and and we see at first she's she's been staying with Grams. Yep. She's been I don't know how long she's supposedly staying there, but she's like packing a bag. Yeah. She's been there a while. Yes, they're joking about her dad is saying she needs to get home. Yeah, which random aside on Bonnie, her mom is a Bennett. 
Yes. And Grams is her mom's mom, mm-hmm. but they're talking about her dad here, and her last name is Bennett. So I'm just confused on, like, her dad's not a Bennett. She just took her mom's last name? That's a good question. I never thought about that before. Because I assume in this scene they were talking about her dad because, like, it was probably supposed to be her dad was the Bennett. But, of course, they changed right. that so they that they can have, that. like, a female witch being the yeah. Bennett. Yeah, a matriarchal line of witches. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably just something they didn't think about in the in the first early episodes. I, there are a few things in this episode that I think <laughs> oh, yeah. shows they didn't 100% know where they were going with everything. It's going to come up a lot in this yes. podcast yeah. that there were so many things that were not thought about. No. Um, and yeah, that's the Bennett thing. I wonder. I'll do some research yeah, and bring yeah. it back for next one because next episode's going to be a big Bennett witch episode. Yes, definitely. So I'll do, yeah, some we'll do some research. Um, but we do get some good info this time. Um, they talk a little bit more about the necklace being Emily's necklace yeah. and that it is a talisman and a witch's talisman is yes. very important yes. and that Bonnie needs to wear it because it found her. Yeah. So important. There's yeah. a reason it found her. Exactly. So that's Graham's advice. So Bonnie's been doing that. And then, of course, she has to tell her best friend that she's yes. a witch. Even though Graham's told her not to <laughs> tell Graham's anyone. Graham's told her not to. She <laughs> yeah. had to tell Elena. Yes. So she runs right over to Elena's house. And, and does I, the most iconic oh, scene. One of the most the, iconic scenes. I think scenes. the most, yeah. It's like definitely top, I don't know, five, ten most iconic Vampire yes. Diaries scenes. For sure. Because they replicate it in the season finale. Sixth season, yeah. Oh, in sixth season. Yeah, so they, they it, I mean, easily the most iconic Bonnie and Elena scene, like, together. Yes. Yeah. Easily. It's so great. It's so beautiful. It's so, so good. I also just love, I mean, obviously there's that one little iconic scene, but I also just mm-hmm. love how it starts, where Bonnie comes over and Elena's in bed, yeah. and she gets in bed with her, and she's like, tell me everything, like, what's yeah. wrong? And she tells him that Stefan and her broke up, mm-hmm. and Bonnie's like, I know exactly what will cheer you up. And it's just so, it's so real. Like if I. It's just perfect friendship. Yeah. It's like, that is exactly what I would do in that situation. If I was in Bonnie's shoes, I would be like, I know how I can cheer you up. I'm going to float some feathers. (laughs) Is this where you're telling me you're a witch? Yes. Yes. I'm going to float them later on. Just not on camera. (laughs) Yeah. Of course. Give the secret away to everyone. Yeah. No, no. (laughs) Grimm's did say it has to be a secret. Yes. So yeah, they have. Just the best scene. Bonnie just destroys Elena's pillow, which yeah. I find hilarious. I would be very confused as to what Bonnie's doing, but yeah, yeah there's a reason. There it was works no, out. they couldn't have made it add a zipper so she could just pull the feathers pull out. out. Yeah. No, she just rips apart she grabs scissors. Pillow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a little weird, but, but yeah. She, Elena just lets happen. She's like, she's okay. Like, <laughs> yeah, she's a little confused, but she's over it. Yeah. Sure. And then, of course, she spreads them out, yes. and she floats the feathers, and she says, Elena, I'm a witch. Yes. And it's just so precious, and I, like, the tear up scene. watching it. I don't know. I do, too. I don't know if it hit me that hard, like, the first time I ever watched it. It probably did, just because I love magic. Yeah. But it really now is, like, such a poignant moment, and it's just so special yeah. between them and Nina's face as Elena reacting to it. It's yeah. so, it's just. I keep saying it. It's beautiful. It's just beautiful. Yes. It's the sweetest moment between two friends who have yeah. this moment of just cheer in between all yeah. of this darkness. Yes. And also, this is another thing. I've said this about a lot of things, but this is another thing that as a rewatcher, you get so much more out of this scene yeah. on a second watch. Yes. It just, 
is that, I mean, I teared up. It's I know. that much more meaningful. I did tear up. I could tear yeah. up, up about it right now. I'm like, it's such a good scene. Yeah. But imagine being Elena. In one week, you found out your boyfriend is a vampire. <laughs> yeah. Your brother's girlfriend slash your ex-boyfriend's sister yep. has turned into a vampire and died. Yep. And now your best friend is telling you she's a witch. <laughs> Wild just, week for Elena. What a week. Yeah. <laughs> she's probably thinking she's dreaming. Honestly, yeah. Yeah. That's what I would think. I would be like, that didn't actually There's happen. no way, yeah. Bonnie's not really a witch. Yeah, no. But she is. She is. And it's just, it's a great scene to just pull it all together. And it really, yeah. for me, is like female friendship. It's beautiful. Yes, it really is. It also, it's just another great Bonnie being an amazing friend episode. Yes, because... I think it's, like, perfect when they come back to kind of end the scene. Elena says, if Graham's asked you to keep a secret, why did you tell me? Yeah. And Bonnie says, because I had to tell my best friend. Yes. I couldn't keep it a secret from you. Yeah. Which really sets, I think, things in perspective for Elena, who has been struggling this week with the secret with Stefan. Yes. And she's reiterated to him multiple times, as we've said, that she doesn't feel comfortable keeping secrets like that. And that she doesn't want to have to lie to all of her friends. So to have Bonnie be telling her something on par with what Stefan's going yeah. through and being open with her. I think it's like really put things in perspective to her that like she can't lie about, no. about what happens um, with Stefan. No, it's too big to not want to confide in someone, especially not your best friend, but yeah. also Matt, Jeremy, all the other people too. Oh yeah. Especially like after what happened to Vicky. Yeah. So it's a big episode for that. It's a big episode for friendship. Yes. Because Lexi and Stefan obviously yeah. are in, like, perfect... They're the best friends, too. Yes. They have so much history together. They have great energy together. Yes. Somehow Lexi doesn't have a daylight ring. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. This bothers me every time. This is something that lacks rewatch value. Yes. Because I... Doesn't she have a daylight ring? She does, in the 80s. In the 80s or 70s. Well, even in the yeah. 1860s, she does. Because the first time her and Stefan meet... and pretty sure is like during the day i think in so civil war like on a battlefield or on yeah whatever you know i don't know wherever yeah. the, the wounded are being taken i'm like i'm picturing them outside during the day back then i'm pretty sure that i mean they're definitely outside i'm pretty sure it's during the day they and either way there's scenes of them in the 1940s and they're outside mm-hmm. there's scenes of them in the 80s and they're outside because of course we know from the later season that in the 1980s, Damon steals Lexi's ring. Yes. Which, so, maybe he never gave it back. Like, he sure. flushed it. I don't know. Sure. That's a horrible thing. But. And it's only been 30 years. Yeah. Potentially less than. I don't remember what year it was. It could have been, like, 89, in which case it's only yeah. been, like, 20 years. Yeah. Um. So, I don't know. It's probably really hard to come across a witch and to get a ring. But we do know that she's friends with the witch, so that's weird. Yeah. Also, I, I just feel like they're... I mean, it's hard to say because they obviously get lucky with Bonnie being around. And then, of course, in in the originals in New Orleans, there are a lot of witches, of of course. So maybe they're not as common and it's harder to find a witch who's especially willing to do that for you and trusts you. But yeah, she knows a witch. Yeah. As we see shortly, she she knew a witch. Mm -hmm. Was really good friends with her. Was good friends with her. Theoretically, like... She could somehow get a daylight ring, at least in 30 years. There's a lot about Lexi where it's like... "Mm." Maybe they thought about it in a minute. Yeah. Like, uh, for example, they definitely hooked up, Stefan and Lexi. You think so? I think they have. Interesting. Do you think they haven't? I don't think they have. Interesting. See, to me, she feels very, like, AA sponsor to Stefan. That's true. 
Which I feel like is just such a boundary. Okay, so... I know she's not technically that, but... Well, so that's, again, the thing with, like, not knowing what they're going to do with Lexi. Because I think it's this episode that made me think that. Like, there's no way they haven't, like, hooked up or, like... Like, that's Mm. just the vibe of this episode. Like, they're very much those friends. They've never, like, had feelings for each other or crossed, like, that line. But I agree with you. I guess thinking about other episodes where, like, she's completely his, like, sponsor. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I definitely think they wouldn't have. But, like, just looking at this episode, I'm like, that's the vibe they're giving. She also offers him blood in this one. So that's what I was thinking. She's not giving the sponsor vibes all that much in this because she's encouraging him to party. She offers him the blood bag, which Mm -hmm. also I thought at one point she had an animal diet, too. But she says she couldn't make it work. She said she did it for how long did she say? Two weeks or something? Some amount of time. A short amount of time. A short amount of time. But I thought in a later episode they said that she did. Only animals. But I guess maybe she just does blood bags. She might have just tried it and realized yeah. it didn't work for her or whatever. Hmm. But yeah, it, it is weird. They clearly hadn't planned because she says she admires Stefan's restraint. Yeah. Which <laughs> he has none. is not accurate at all. He has none. Yeah. So, yeah, this is one of those really frustrating episodes on like a real rewatch where you're yeah. like, okay, Lexi, like they clearly it just didn't. doesn't work. They clearly did not like think enough about this episode when they started writing the flashback episodes because it just doesn't add up no not really she also has some like conversation with damon that i feel like doesn't really fit with their dynamic that they build out in later episodes that conversation is so weird it's very odd it's just like which the vibe should be odd because the last time we know they saw each other as far as we know was the 80s when they probably hooked up and he stole her ring yes and she was trying to get his emotions back on but he was just tricking her yeah so like the vibes should be weird but it was a different kind of weird it was a different kind of weird it was more of like a we sort of like peripherally know each other and there's sexual tension Mm -hmm. but like nothing's ever happened yeah I don't know. It, it's just kind of a weird vibe. Definitely not a, yeah, I abandon you on the top of a building without your daylight ring. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it, I, they clearly had not planned any no. of Lexi's sort no. of like future involvement because she was dying at the end of the episode too. They were like, she well, doesn't have a we'll future We'll never see show. her again. Yeah. We yeah. didn't worry about it. But then she was such a fan favorite that they obviously brought her back for yes, flashbacks. Of course. Which I still love, but I love flashback Lexi more than this Lexi. I think so too. Yeah. I like her more as the sponsor role. Yeah, so maybe she, maybe they haven't hooked up. But this episode, they've hooked up. <laughs> That's so possible. Yeah, yeah. I don't know where that change happens. But maybe the last time we saw Stefan and Lexi together was like... Because he's not in those 80s flashbacks. No. The 40s? It's like the 40s, yeah. So, I mean, they had to have gone to Bon Jovi and stuff post-40s. So maybe yeah. their whole vibe changed post-40s. Maybe something happened after the Bon Jovi. With Bon Jovi. Oh. Who knows? It really could have been. Lexi's could've saying been. he'd remember them. They can make him remember yes. them. Who knows? I don't know. <laughs> My new fan theory. Yeah, that's a pretty good one, actually. <laughs> but yeah, so they're, they're doing their whole thing. Yep. Damon is trying to get them to go to a party at the yeah. grill later, which Stefan doesn't yeah. want to go to because he just thinks Damon is probably up to something. Well, he's a stick in the mud also. but Of course, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's a stick in the mud and he thinks Damon's probably up to something, which Lexi's also very wary of Damon, but she just wants yeah. to have fun. Um, yes. She kind of gets in that little uh, thing with Damon where she pins him or whatever she does to him and says that she's stronger than yes, him because she's older yeah yeah she's older which i was kind of surprised by we know obviously that vampires who are older are stronger mm-hmm. but it was kind of surprising just because of how much blood we know that damon's 
been on lately yeah. which i guess he's dried out and he is trying to pull back so yeah it's not that surprising but i don't know just thinking about damon's supernatural powers lately i'm like he seems to be pretty powerful. He seems very strong. So Lexi must be incredibly yeah. strong. <laughs> yeah, she's really out there. Yeah. But, of course, Alina shows up at the house. Of course. And she sees Lexi. Lexi in a answers, towel. Yeah, in her <laughs> towel. Of course, Alina is taken aback because she's in her towel. But Lexi is even more taken aback that Alina is just identical to Catherine, who... She's seen the picture of. I don't think yeah. she's ever met Catherine. No. Stefan says that. He says, you yeah. never met Catherine like, when yes. she was alive. Yeah. But she but holds she, up the picture. We see that she knows. Yeah, she knows she looks identical. Which, mm-hmm. every time I watch this, I wonder, like, why was this not Stefan's first clue that he should tell Elena immediately? Like, if this is Lexi's reaction, yeah. what would Elena's reaction be? Yeah. Because, like, the only other person who knows is Damon, who obviously isn't going to give a raw reaction. Yeah. But, he, like, Lexi reacting this way should make him be like, Oh, this is a big deal. To, yeah, I, I need, need to, to address Alina this. right now. Yeah. No, it it just makes, it makes me, me so, so mad. mad. Because Stefan it is, like, a terrible secret to be holding. And yes. the fact that, like, Lexi reacts this way is truly, like, Stefan, not only do you need to be honest with Elena, you need to be honest with yourself. Yes. That more than anything, honestly. Yeah, because that's what Lexi calls him out on, like... Lexi's the only sane person in this situation. (laughs) Yes. And she's like, you cannot say this doesn't have something to do with Catherine. And he even admits that's what first drew him to her. Yeah, of course it did. Of course, obviously. Like, obviously it did. Yeah, but I don't feel like he's really admitted that to himself. No, he hasn't. This is kind of the first moment that he does. Which, of course, then it turns into the first moment that he sort of admits to himself that he is in love with Elena. Yes. Elena for her own sake. Because he does, like, start to describe elena as a person and like she's completely different than Catherine. yes and he does realize he's in love with her mm-hmm. lexi realizes he's in love with her but again big secret to be like withholding yes definitely such a big secret that like again i can't believe it hasn't come up until this point and then we also see you know after this happens elena obviously is jealous that lexi is there in the towel she has no idea yeah. who lexi is yeah and Stefan goes to Alina's house and they have a little conversation Mm -hmm. during which Alina says, and she was staring at me. Yes. I know it's not a great time to bring it up. No. It's not what you planned, but you should say something. That's your perfect segue. Well, okay. Here's the other thing I've wondered is like, I don't know, dropping a hint would have helped. Mm -hmm. Like if Stefan had sort of suggested like, you know, a couple episodes ago when he brought up Catherine, you look like Catherine. Yeah, you look similar. Yeah. And then in a later, more serious, correct setting said, you're identical to Catherine. Yeah. That, I think, would have softened the blow. Yeah. I think it, I mean, at least should have come up in some regard. I mean, I know they say the thing like, or Damon says, kind of like you in that regard, but about her being beautiful. That's true. But that just means you're beautiful. It's not really the same. Yeah. You could say that about Caroline and Elena. Like, oh, she's like you in that regard. You're both beautiful. But like, they don't look anything alike. No. Yeah, there needed to be something said that was more, like, pointed. Yeah. No. And and yeah. Stefan just completely avoids it in this situation. He's like, oh, I don't know why she was staring at you. Yeah. Oh, weird Lexi. Wow. Yeah. Just he does tell beautiful. us. I don't know. He does tell us in this situation, though, that Lexi is 350 years old. Which yeah. Which I've been wondering. We know she's, she's an old head. 
old head. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad we got that number, though, because I hadn't yeah. really been sure on our vampire timeline age scale where she landed. Yeah, I don't know if they ever say her age again. I mean, obviously, we she know dies, she's... She dies, so that's well, it. Yeah, yeah. And in flashbacks, we know she's just like a... She's yeah. older than Stefan, we get, but I not much ass- more than that. I would assume that when Stefan met her, she must have mentioned that she was like a hundred and you know something. Yeah, but I don't remember if she. Does. I don't remember if she does either. We'll we'll have to keep an eye out yeah. for it. Yeah, but yeah. So Stefan is just Stefan's being Stefan this episode. Yeah, but he goes to Elena. Now they're gonna they're not gonna go to the party together though. Yeah, she because says she's, she's still, gonna stay in. She's still like, yeah, I'm gonna stay in. I'm not ready for any of this. Yeah. Um, but of course, the party is being thrown for Stefan. Yes, we see sort earlier, of. sort of by proxy. Yeah, <laughs> um, Caroline's throwing the party, but Damon yep. has compelled Caroline to be throwing the party. Yes, because Damon is compelling. We don't know yet, but he's mm-hmm. compelling her to have this party. He's also compelling her to get the necklace back from Bonnie. Yeah, he's making he's, Caroline the little. He's making Caroline do his bidding. Yeah, he's in control of this entire episode, which. Mm-hmm. I do love Lexi and I love like I love Caroline and I feel bad for her, but this is a brilliant Damon episode. Yeah. I know we already said that, but yeah, I just love it. It Damon, yeah, it's bad when he's doing bad things, but as a okay, here's the thing: it's a show. It is a show about vampires yeah. <laughs> and whatever. Yeah. Logic and morals are sort of out the window, and it's yeah. more about entertainment. And Damon is providing entertainment. Yes, yes, that's is, the bottom line. Yes, he's outmaneuvering everyone. He. Mm-hmm. He's just brilliant. He's he so is. Good. Um, which, again, is evil in that it starts off by compelling Caroline to steal the necklace for him. Yeah. Because when he tried to rip it off Bonnie's neck, it shocked him. Yeah. Which, same thing happened to Caroline. She tried to request it, I suppose, which mm-hmm. her maneuver was to, to request it. Bonnie said no. And then say, as your friend, I'll just be honest, it makes you look fat. <laughs> The necklace. Yeah. Okay, This Caroline. necklace, this little pendant makes you look yeah. bad, Bonnie. Give it over. <laughs> so, She's, tactics bad. <laughs> yeah, no. Caroline, not the brilliant genius that Damon no, is. No, no. Yeah, and she does try to grab it, and it also shocks her. And mm-hmm. she says, are you wearing polyester? <laughs> just, Caroline just, is brilliant in a different way yeah that's, that's she's, the vibe she's a little quippy in these early episodes yeah, she <laughs> she's is. got some good lines yeah although her fashion bad terrible, terrible. literally it makes me it's so really mad it's, caroline's fashion through mm, what mid-season two basically season three is yeah. pretty bad like yes. awful yeah it's really bad it's worse than just 2009 bad yeah it's just bad bad it's just bad yeah she I has think a skirt, tank top. That, I don't know. It's just bad. It's just bad. I think part of it is it becomes, at some point, it becomes part of her storyline to say like, Caroline starts to find yes. herself, and then she starts to find herself through her fashion, and so you're sort of getting it as like a way into her psyche of like her clothes. Yes. It reflects what's going on on the inside. At this point, I don't think that's the case. I think they're just not dressing her correctly. No. Yeah. No. The outfit when she goes to meet Damon, and she's in this like. It's like a Britney Spears costume. Yeah. She's like in the little skirt, but yes. like not in a cute way. No. It just doesn't look good. It, yeah, no. It looks terrible. It's, it looks like, yeah, it looks like she's trying to do like the Britney Spears toxic. Yeah. But just but, like in the small town square of Mystic Falls yeah. for some reason. But anyway, so Caroline fails at her objective in this episode to get the necklace. Bonnie does. Yep. Bonnie's already obviously had that conversation with Graham's how important it is. So she yep. won't give it up. And it doesn't work when Caroline tries to rip it off her neck. 
So she goes back to Damon, and Damon, again, bad, 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 yeah. He says... A useless waste of space or something She's selfish, stupid, and useless, is what he says. She's selfish, stupid, and useless. He's terrible to her. He's so Mm. terrible to her because I also, like, don't know why he does it, really. Like, if he thinks that that's going to motivate her, if he is just trying to tear her down... I don't know, but it's awful, and it really sends her into a spiral. Yes. And she goes back to Bonnie and blames Bonnie. Yes. Because it's, of course, Bonnie's fault, because she didn't give her the necklace. Yes. Yeah, she does sort of blame Bonnie, but then Bonnie's just such a good friend again. Mm-hmm. She's like, Caroline, you know that's not true. You're not useless. Like, you deserve yeah. so much more. Yeah. Just Bonnie being Bonnie. Bonnie being a good friend. Yes. She's out always. of her bully era. She's back being <laughs> yeah. good. Being the friend we all want. Yeah. Yeah. You know who else is the good friend in this one? Matt. Matt, exactly. Matt, yeah. <laughs> Stefan finally makes it to the party, and first thing he does is talk to Matt, which yeah. I feel like is very needed. The way that things ended, the last one was not, not good. good. The last thing we saw between them, Stefan pinned Matt up against the wall, saying he was trying to help Vicky, and yes. then Vicky disappeared. Yeah. So things were not in a good place. So it was nice that Stefan did that. He went mm-hmm. up to Matt, and he just sort of apologizes about everything that happened with Vicky and says that, he went through something similar once, is what yes. he says. Which is what you had said last episode that he should have he said. He should have just said that, yeah. I which, don't know why he didn't. I feel like that cleared it up. And it does work. Like, Matt is like... He immediately forgives him. He's like, yeah, it's it's okay. Like, this happens. It's Vicky, sort of. Yeah. Just saying he wasn't expecting more. Which is also very sad. Matt is so sympathetic. So sympathetic. Ugh. And just, again, such a nice person because he immediately forgives Stefan for all of that. And yeah. just makes it clear that there's no bad blood. There's nothing yeah. between them that, you know, he realizes now Stefan was just trying to help and it wasn't his fault. And yes. they're good. Um, but it's just so sad. It is really sad. But also making good, Elena and Lexi. Elena does finally yes. come. Yes. Elena Elena comes to come. the party. And she... I think Lexi approaches her. She gets some shots and, like, goes over to Elena. Yeah. And they start to have a whole conversation about love yeah. and humans and vampires. Mm-hmm. And Lexi tells her that the love of her life is a human. Yes. And she tells her, love conquers all. Yes. And when it's real, you can't walk away. When it's real, you can't walk away. And you can sort of see in that moment, like, Elena's head spinning. You can see sort of, I think, her mind changing about everything that's going on. Yes. Lexi does a lot to change Elena's perspective in this episode. Yeah, I think she's the entire reason. I mean, she probably would have found her way back to Stefan eventually, but Mm -hmm. she She, pretty much immediately, after that conversation, obviously, like... Within the hour. They're still at the party. Yeah, within the hour, she goes back to Stefan and is like, well, of course, like, hey, it's your birthday. Yeah. They sort of make amends. Yeah, again, Elena's a 17-year-old girl. She's not, you know, she's very relatable in that regard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. Yes. Um, but it, Lexi immediately goes back over to Stefan. They're playing pool. And Stefan acknowledges. He obviously heard everything. Of course, he's so, listening. you know, he says kind of thank you. And, and they chat for a second about it. And Lexi's just trying to push it off. And she said, I was feeling epic. Whatever. whatever. So good. We forget yes. the whatever. We do forget the whatever. I also forget that... That line, the feather scene, like all of these things happen in this episode. So many iconic moments yeah, in this episode. So iconic. Yeah, they really are. Because the I I was feeling epic is like probably one of the most it's, iconic yeah. vampire diaries quotes. Yeah. It's up there with Hello Brother and I'm not sure what else, but like a few of the most iconic lines, it's on that list. Yes. Um 
Which I think it's more so the delivery of it in the finale because it's reset in the finale of the yes. show. But this one is really cute because I do like the way she delivers it with I was feeling epic, whatever. whatever. It's yeah. just so like offhanded. Yes. It's so cute. Yes. Also, I just love it in the context. Like this is, again, this is like her fun, playful episode. She's doing mm-hmm. tequila shots. Like, oh, yeah. She's just having fun and I just love, and I think it's very relatable, like the feeling of being a little drunk and being like, yeah. I was feeling epic. Of course I was going to tell your girlfriend yeah. that you're amazing and that you should be with him. Again, true friendship. Yes, exactly. It's exactly. so cute. And she's compelling the bartender to give everybody drinks. <laughs> yes. Who gets arrested Which, at the end of the episode. Yes, because Caroline gets trashed. Caroline gets blackout, hammered. Yes. She's out of it. She's falling all over the place. Which, if somebody told me that I was a selfish, useless waste of space... I'd be right there with her. I would also be blackout, to yeah. be fair. Yeah. So, she's justified in that. For whatever reason, while she's that drunk, she decides to go over to Matt. Yeah. Odd choice, but they were I clearly wonder, setting up the romantic of course, relationship. Which I wonder if she w- had any interest in him prior to that, or if he just was the first person she kind of... I feel like when you're drunk, you're just kind of like, eh, whoever's around. Yeah, like, you just kind of gravitate to people. But also, yeah. well, you know Matt is like, they're all of their childhood friend. Like That's true. They're all in the same friend group. We, yeah. we didn't see Tyler at the party at all, so. Yeah, no. It could have easily that. been Tyler, but he wasn't there. Yeah. Um, Elena's preoccupied. Damon's obviously done what he's done. Yeah, Bonnie's Caroline's there. fighting with Bonnie. So, yeah, they... They gravitate towards each other, mm-hmm. Caroline and Matt. Yep. And Matt, again, is this great person. So he's, yes. of course, just going to protect her while she's drunk and take care of her. And, you know, he he, he makes the random guy sitting with them, like, yeah, go get her water or whatever. Yeah. Yep. So random. I don't know yep. who that guy was. So he had to go get water for Caroline to kind of sober her up. Yep. And Matt's just going to, like, take care of her. Although classic drunk girl move caroline is just crying about being shallow yes it's so sad Which also do love matt in these first few episodes but he says deep isn't really your thing caroline okay let's be fair he's a 17 year old boy he does as well deep is also not his thing probably but deep is 100 percent not matt donovan's thing at any age no but no he's a 17 year old boy so he does as you would expect in this conversation where she's crying about being shallow. He doesn't really say the right things, but yeah. he tries. He tries. He says, deep isn't really your thing. Which he's trying to make her feel better that, like, you don't have to be deep, you know? Yes. Which is fair. That's yeah. a fair comment. You don't have to be deep. Who cares if you're deep? Yeah. But, like, no, he phrases he it that, like, it's not really it, right? your thing. Yeah. Which doesn't, obviously doesn't work. And she cries that she's a kiddie pool, which I always yeah. thought was, like, a funny thing to say. Yeah. Um... Yeah, they just have that whole sort of emotional back and forth. And I think, like, it's such an important scene in a way because it really is so accurate to, like, being 17 years old. And, like, yes, if you don't have a moment in your life where you cry over thinking that you're not deep, that yes. you're shallow or that you're selfish or, I don't know, just you hate your personality or you think yes. you're not a good person, yeah. like, you haven't grown up yet. It's just yeah. part of it. Yeah. It also, I it feel like it really works Again, we know where Caroline ends up, and it just really fits with all the other things she said about her insecurities. Yes. How, like, everyone always picks Elena over her, and, mm-hmm. you know, and then we finally see her grow into her own. So it's like, yeah, I, I feel like it really works, and it does really help show off her character development when it happens. Exactly. And I think, too, this does sow the seed that, like, she wants to be deep. It's just I so feel precious. For her, even though she was being a 
She was being awful. She was being terrible to Bonnie. She's being awful. She's been awful for her. to this point. We've yeah. only seen awful from Caroline thus yeah. far. This is the first episode where we get to really see a human, emotional, vulnerable. Yes. In a real way. Not in a selfish, kind of like the first episode way. So, Matt takes her home. They have the deep drunk girl convo of, you yeah. know, whatever they talk about. And she asks him to stay the night. So, yes. things have really begun for yes. Caroline and Matt. We're going to have to suffer through this one for a whole other season. <laughs> but I do like this scene, actually, because... This scene is good. The thing that was sort of it's interesting... It's downhill from there. It's downhill from there. But Caroline says, I just wish life was different. And Matt yeah. says, me too. And yeah. with everything going on with Vicky, I just... It's so... It's so good. It's really this, so she true. This. It's yes. It's good companionship. Yeah. Yes. They both need somebody right now. Yes. And so they're just perfectly suited for each other. So... It's a great start to their relationship. There's plenty else going on. That's true. Damon's That's true. evil plan. Yes. Damon has this whole evil plan, which mm-hmm. Lexi confronts him about. Why are you in town? Yeah. What's going on? And he says, my diabolical master plan. Mm-hmm. And then, of course. But he won't tell her what it is. He won't tell her, of course. That defeats the point of a diabolical. It wouldn't be a diabolical plan. Mm-hmm. She's right. But yeah, we see that he feeds on the guy. Well, kills. Mm-hmm. Feeds and kills on the guy outside the grill. And he compels the girl. And he compels that's the him. girl. Yep. Mm-hmm. We don't see what for. And then the sheriff gets there. Mm-hmm. The girl points out Lexi, mm-hmm. and we realize he compelled her to basically blame Lexi. Yep. And and he acts uh, his little heart out. Damon's he, out to yeah. put his heart and soul. He's putting his whole heart and soul into being. <gasps> What's going on? on? Please, what are you doing? Yeah. yeah. So he's always got the plan and he always knows how he to does. deliver. And poor Stefan is just standing off on the oh side with Elena. God. Yes. Just watching, watching. Watching the sheriff and the other like police officers kind of like take her away. Yeah. And they have blockaded the door. Nobody else yep. is allowed outside of the grill right now because they're killing a vampire in the streets. Yep. As you do. As you would in Mystic Falls. <laughs> Apparently. Yep. So they can't even get outside to help her. So it's just so sad that Stefan is panicking inside yeah. and he just can't get out to her. Yep. Um, so the cops drag Lexi outside. Mm-hmm. And, of course, they're forever unprepared and not knowing what they're getting into. Yep. So she, you know, vamp powers. She's 350 years old. Yeah. So Little she, Vervain is not going to take her down. No, not for long. So she, you know, starts vamp running at them. I think she knocks out, like, one of the cops. Yeah. They start shooting at her Liz, Liz is shooting, shooting which no one in the mystic grill seems to be <laughs> the gunshots are not distracting yeah, yeah um, no but yeah they're just like completely unprepared it doesn't even phase her the yeah, shots are no. hitting her but like she can keep she's going she's still moving toward liz yeah she's 350 years old she's fine yes um and damon comes out of nowhere with a steak and, and delivers her. the kill yeah it, and Elena and Stefan are out by this time. So by this they're watching. time. Yeah, by this time they get out. But I think <sighs> Elena's kind of holding him back or they're mm-hmm. they're staying back. However it works out. Yeah. They don't intervene. No. Because they can't really. No. And they see Damon kill her. Yes. And as he stabs her, her last word, why? Oh. And he says, it's part of the plan. It's part of the plan. Yeah. This is like top five worst things Damon ever does in this show for me. I think so. It's yeah. It's just... Maybe not in the moment, too, because, like, you only get her for the episode. She dies mm-hmm. at the end of the episode. You're kind of like, okay, like, it is bad of him to kill Stefan's best friend, but whatever. But as we get more flashbacks we, throughout yeah. the series, you realize, like, the depth of what he did. How horrible it was. Yeah. And it's up there. 
It can't I, be I number it one, but it's, it's, it's not up number there. one, but it's up there. A different moment comes to mind for number one that we'll get yes. to eventually. Yeah, but it's it's up there. Um, but again, this just works perfectly to Damon's master plan. He's now gained Liz's trust and yes. respect. He yeah. killed the vampire. Yes, he did it, and she praises him for his handiwork. Yeah, and you know he's made good. He's officially on the council now. How could he be a yeah. vampire? He killed a vampire. Yeah, and of course, as long as he stops killing people, so he thinks. Yeah. Apparently, the vampire problem will be gone, so he'll seem to have solved it. Yeah. They won't be looking. Yeah. yeah all's well in Mystic Falls. Yes. But, but not. But not. <laughs> and, of course, not for Stefan, who is... Horribly upset. Reasonably Justifiably so. upset at, yeah. at Damon for killing his best friend. So he goes to beat him up to try to stab him. And he yeah. does stab him. But he does, he does stab not him. stab him in the heart. He stabs yes. him just below. And he says that Damon saved his life and he owed him. And now they're even. Yes. So anything could happen now. Yeah. And importantly, Elena kind of stops him from actually just killing him. Yeah. Because Elena is like, it will kill you if you kill Damon. Yeah. Which I think is a really important point. And she does also sort of save Stefan in that way because it would have killed him. Yeah. Even though Damon is being horrible right now. It would have killed him in the end. It would have just changed his like personality. It's like one of those guilty things that at the time you might kind of think you're doing the right thing. But like, how could you ever live with yourself for it? No. It's just not, it's just not something you want to do, especially when you're holding that moral high ground of I'm the good person, I'm the better brother, yada yada. That too. So that's where they end off this episode, pretty volatile. Definitely. And then we get the true ending to this episode, which gives us the setup for the next episode. Yes. We see Bonnie is, she's sleeping, she's in bed, and we see that she's having these dreams where mm-hmm. she ends up in the cemetery, mm-hmm. and I don't think we see her face or anything, but we see someone watching her. No, we, we see we see Emily Bennett. She says, "Do we see her?" Yeah, she says, "It's coming." Oh, I didn't know if we saw her face. Yeah, yeah, I don't remember seeing. We her see face. her face just sort of briefly. Okay, um, I thought we, we saw see, her back for some reason. There's like a montage. We see the necklace. We see yes, flashes see the in the woods. We briefly see Emily Bennett, and she says, "It's coming." It's coming, and then. Bonnie wakes up in the morning in the cemetery in her yes. pajamas. Yeah. <laughs> and is just scared. She doesn't know what's going on. Yes. And that's going to kick us off for season one, episode eight. Nine. Nine. <laughs> I never remember what episode we're on. Episode nine, history repeating. But yeah, for this week, for In Memoriam, we just have the random unnamed person that Damon mm-hmm. kills and blames on Lexi. Mm-hmm. And of course, Lexi. Both yeah. killed by Damon. As usual. As usual. He's up to like. Probably seven, eight kills at this point. Yeah, yeah, he always is. Yeah. So, yeah, great job, Damon, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Rest in peace, Lexi. We'll see you again later. Yeah, she'll be back. She'll be back. Not alive, but she'll be back. She'll be back. <laughs> that, yes. Next, we've got our out-of-pocket moments. I don't know if I have any, really. I think my only one was just caroline telling bonnie that the pendant made her look fat oh that's actually a good one (laughs) it's so bad and so ridiculous yeah that's fair it's just so out of pocket i think that is out of pocket because my only thing was really like damon killing lexi which we've agreed like too serious too serious killing somebody or potentially damon saying that caroline is a selfish useless whatever but that's also too awful to be out of pocket so i think 
Caroline just randomly saying that the pendant makes Bonnie look fat is pretty out of pocket. Yeah. Also awful, but in a different way. <laughs> in a different way. She didn't mean it. She just wanted the necklace yes, back. Yes, yes. So Caroline Forbes, I think this is her second or third win at out of pocket moment. So that's yeah. great. Good job, She's Caroline. out of pocket, but she'll level out. Eventually. Yeah. It's going to be a while, though. Actually, yeah. not even then, because even the Caroline we know and love is a vampire has lots of out-of-pocket moments. She does. She always has an opinion, and she's always offering it. Yeah. Which is why I relate to her. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, relating to Caroline, season two on, not so bad. (sighs) Yeah. And then, of course, I think for best quote, I have to go with, I was feeling epic. Whatever. I'll add the whatever. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. Little debate here. I was Mm. feeling that I was feeling epic, whatever. But it's... Part of me doesn't want to name such a memorable quote the best quote yeah we didn't do best quote i don't think in our first episode Mm -hmm. and i don't know if we would have said hello brother is the best quote or if we would have picked something else just because there's something about the so notable ones that you almost want to pick something else yeah the quote that i was a little bit more drawn to was when it's real you can't walk away because Mm. i feel like that's slightly underrated but i also like yeah i also do like i was feeling epic whatever if we could tack on the whatever I think tacking on the whatever, make it good. a little different. Yeah. But I also have to say, of course, I always have a Damon one. Yes. And my favorite Damon one this time was, Stefan smiles, alert the media. <laughs> that one was also was pretty good. good. <laughs> yeah, those were fun. Damon's always quipping the jokes. He, he's yeah, always got he something some to good one-liners. Even in a serious episode like this, when he's just pulling off schemes, he's like, gotta throw a joke towards Elena yeah. and make her laugh. Yeah. So... We'll go with I was feeling epic, whatever. I like, yeah, with the whatever, I like it. The whatever softens it. It makes it a little unique. So, I was feeling epic, whatever. Whatever. So good. (laughs) Now, song of the episode. I, this was not the best song of the episode episode. Yeah, this is a rare episode where none of the music really stands out to me. There's only one that I sort of remember, so it's just going to have to be my winner. I didn't really have any honorable mentions. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you had any. No, I only had one. My only winner that I had was Happy Birthday about the Birthday Massacre. Yeah, I was thinking that one too because I was just thinking, I mean, it's Seven's birthday. Yeah, it's on theme. Yeah. Um, It just sticks out. It's right after Lexi says Happy Birthday and then it plays over the title with the Vampire Diaries logo. So it just has like a good... It's fun. It's fun. It's unique to the episode. It has the right sort of tone. So that was my winner. Yeah. That was mine, too. That was what I was going to suggest. Okay. It's not like uh, I feel very strongly about it, but I know it's, it's a good one. It's disappointing when, like, last week there were two songs I, like, loved. loved and wanted both to be best songs. Yeah, and yeah. there's been a few where we've had, like, two songs that we love, but then yeah. we get an episode like this where you're like, there's, like, fine songs, but nothing that really, like, was memorable. Yeah. Um, But that's the only memorable one in my eyes, so Happy Birthday by the Birthday Massacre. Yeah. That's the best song it's, of season one, episode so. nine. Eight? Eight. eight. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. I'll never remember. Yes, this episode eight, next week, season one, episode nine, history repeating. Mm-hmm. We'll dig more into the Bennett witch line. Yes. Love them. Love magic. Yes. So we'll get Love a seance. Oh, don't even start. <laughs> I'm already scared. I don't even want to watch. (laughs) But yeah, I think that's it for this week. Yeah. So so you can follow us on TikTok and on Instagram. We're always posting clips from the pod and some memes. Yes. All the Vampire Diaries content. Yes. And you can also listen to this podcast if you're not already on Apple Podcast or Spotify. Yes. And if you're not already, you can watch the video version on YouTube. Yeah. Perfect. I think that's it. That's it. Thanks so much for watching or listening to this one. We'll see you next week. Bye.